you're you just tuned in the top five by zoe the admirer of airtight flows minor chord progressions and intricate bass lines this podcast is for my new listeners and prisoners and the jealous rap cats that prefer dissing us my ogs that know me also the goats my fellow music lovers and whoever you are and wherever you are on your musical journey i'm not even judging i might but i'm not i'm just hyped that we're at episode two shout outs to everyone who tuned into the first episode rude boyism shout outs to my guests that were on the show and i'm just glad that you know you guys get to be with me on my little podcast journey shout outs to eli at elephant productions um for the video clips that you can find on my instagram at zoe underscore veranda z-o-e underscore v-e-r-a-n-d-a or just go to the podcast instagram at top five by zoe that's top five the number five by z-o-e I have a IGTV with the longer form video posted there and on my page. So I'm going to keep doing that because I know some of you are pretty visual people and you need to see the people. To, and yes, I'm in my Drake bag early this episode. <laughs> but yeah, y'all are really the goats for real. And I appreciate the support. Um, This episode is one that I feel is a conversation that we don't have enough in music and I feel like we have it a lot at the same time so it's one of those conundrums or kerfuffles and I don't think I'm using kerfuffle in the right context but you about to understand what I'm saying in a second I named this episode tidal waves and microwaves so we're going to get into what this means. You know, they always describe the late 80s and the early 90s, golden age hip-hop, because technically that's when hip-hop turned from an underground um, genre to increasing its popularity. So I would say about from 20... 14-ish to current is where I would pinpoint this microwave era of music. Not to say it didn't start a little before that, but for me, I think that's where I started losing track of like what's been coming out or what to listen to and what's really good in general. Usually we describe the late 80s and the early 90s as the golden age of hip-hop quote-unquote but that's basically when hip-hop moved from being underground as you all know to becoming mainstream and it birthed most of the legends that we know you know the run dmc's my favorite rap group of all time a tribe called quest um, De La Souls, The Public Enemies, The EPMDs, The NWAs. Like, I could go on with the list forever, but why do these names sound familiar? 
and we and I mean we as musical savants and connoisseurs of the hip-hop genre hail these people as legends in hip-hop and music in general for what they have done for the culture and for our people and the legacy that they set and we definitely hail their classic albums and classic songs like um LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out, or Tribe Award Tour, or, um, like, My Adidas, or Run DMC, like, all these songs are, like, have affected multiple generations of people, and one day I'm gonna do a fire episode on what is a classic, and I'm not, y'all, it's gonna be fire, I'm not even gonna tell y'all, I'm not even gonna tell y'all, but... Anyway, fast forward to now, we've reached what is defined as the quote-unquote microwave era. So, let me let me get deep on y'all right now. And not just cuz my voice is deep, but let me get deep on a on a spiritual level, on a sciency level. Let's break down the word microwave. According to my handy-dandy most reliable source, in the world wikipedia (laughs) i googled what is a microwave so the wikipedia definition is a microwave is a form of radiation with small wavelengths so let me i'm gonna just repeat that one more time so you you know you you hear what i'm saying without saying it A microwave is a form of radiation with small wavelengths. Okay, all right. If I got to break it down for you because I was a battle rapper in my past life. But I'm going to just tell you and get genius on y'all and, you know, describe the bars. (laughs) But yeah, if we parallel the physical microwave that I just described to the definition for music where artists and I use that term loosely in this conversation with small wavelengths or fads or trendy music heat up quick and become hot on the scene and not even to get all sciencey on y'all. I be just loving little random facts about stuff. My best friends know that about me. Like I like watching little documentaries and little science YouTube videos and stuff. The opposite of microwaves are radio waves. And I say that with importance and emphasis because if the opposite of microwaves are radio waves and coincidentally micro the microwave era is now and the time where radio was prominent was during the golden age back in the day and it's dying like radio is dying as a primary form of music discovery obviously because nobody finds their favorite song on the radio you most likely find it on your phone we can say that this parallel 
is pretty important, I might say. But to even get a little more sciencey and fake deep, I would even say another form of waves are tidal waves. And not just because Jay is my favorite rapper, I'm bringing up tidal, which one day I'm going to speak into existence that I'm going to have a relationship with those people. But, you know, just baby steps, baby steps. A different form of ways in the title ways that I mentioned, going back to my handy dandy wiki definitions, aren't just about water, but tidal waves can describe a widespread or powerful movement. So, if you see where I'm trying to culminate here, it's interesting how we, as unknowingly, but subconsciously call this era the microwave where people heat up quick and don't and lack substance i i didn't even mean to you know get professor zoe on y'all but it's okay like i need like some sound clips like a a clue or flex bomb or something or like nikki has her little thunderbolt on queen radio like i need something like that to emphasize when i'm making a point (laughs) but anyway i think also i should get into what the definition of microwave era music is since i just did all that bill nye the science guy um stuff i think the microwave era is mostly defined by content living for a short amount of time the saturation of music and content where it's so easy to get lost and want to tune in to what's the most easily accessible, you know, what's like on the playlists that Apple or Tidal makes or Spotify makes versus actually going and digging and looking and trying to discover new music on your own. Um, another point I think that's important to include when defining what microwave era music is, is the lack of substance, the hardiness, the layering, you know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't heat up. This was just, this is the quickest and corniest example I can think of. But if you had a steak from STK You wouldn't put that steak in the microwave. And if you do, you're going to get sick. But anyway, (laughs) not to be health um, inspector over here. But I'm just saying, you wouldn't heat up something that substantive in the microwave. So I feel like a lot of the music now, like, I barely remember what came out this year. But um, some of the ones that do have hardiness and longevity, like Nipsey Hussle, for example, example Victory Lap, like the, I remember that, and that's been um, a long-standing um, project throughout the year. With I think that's resonant with a lot of people, and you know, and not everybody's always into that type of motivational rap, but. Even so, like, my example of what is 
has the substance and the longevity to last throughout time versus what are quick and like these artists who are just recording things in their closet and popping off so quick and with these big hits but they don't have development or skills or the right management to keep them relevant for a long time. I also feel like popular music is not putting an effort into creating classic and meaningful music. Like, even to go back to my example of the late 80s golden age hip-hop or, like with public enemy like their albums definitely made political statements like purposely their whole album was made to make a political statement versus now where i mean we do have people who have um strong messaging and strong messages and are conveying those messages and obviously we parse them separately from those who don't necessarily have a message and just are providing a vibe but it's not always those songs with the messaging that are the most popular or the ones that are being played the most often or get the most credit you know what I'm saying? And I'm not even going to get into the Grammys because I'm done stressing about them folks for years. So my point is that it's a good thing that we do have the segmentation where, you know, we have we always, you know, do that dichotomy of the K-Dots and the Coles and the Shans and the TDs and the dream bills and all those crews versus the melodic turn up things but also with popular music and segmentation we do get to have a lot of diversity in the music like what we talked about in the first episode the rude boyism episode where we talked about reggae being intersected and infused into the hip-hop and we kind of talk about that today um in my discussion later on but also we have like latin music being infused into hip-hop and afrobeat and not to say like these things weren't there before but it's just more pertinent now because of just how global we are from our phone um so yeah I think with the microwave era too we have to figure out who we can blame for this like is it the artist's fault like Bryson Tiller talking about he got pushed back his album because it's not the way he wanted to be or is it the consumer's fault that we keep bugging these people to put out something after they've given us something we wanted or it's just on our clock of when we feel that we should get the demand but yeah there's so many layers to it and I want to get into a deeper convo one day about it but I want to hear you guys' opinions on 
what you guys think, whether you really think we're in the microwave era or who do you think is making the tidal waves, like the big waves, or how do you think we got here in the first place? Because I don't think we have a big enough conversation of why we're here and how we got here. Like, besides playing the blame game, I think we need to come to a solution of what we can do to save the art form because we don't want it obviously we don't want it to be disposable we kind of want it to last and not just to be solely pop but to for it to feel like it is ours if that makes sense i'm just babbling guys but i think some of y'all feel me but yeah hit me up in the comments at top five by zoe and let me know what y'all think um I actually touch on these questions briefly with the folks that's pulling up on me who definitely are stirring up their own waves and there's some dope artists from New York City in my locale of Queens and Brooklyn and I've been watching their journey for a minute via my homeboy Key shouts to him for setting this up um these artists go by E Bands and J King, and they pulled up with their homeboy and an aspiring A and R Tim. But yeah, make sure you check them out. They're gonna give their at names. Check out what they're doing. I'ma first um, get on a record from each of them. The first one I'm thinking is going to be something I've been bumping for a minute off the One Seven One Eight project by E Bands called Polaroid, but the thing I like about this record and the thing I like about E is that he's versatile in his style and like this song is not his only flow but it's a record that I think would really go and it's been going he's been doing some good numbers so I think y'all should go check out that 1718 and see how he knows how to switch it up and he still gives you them bars but he can still make them girly songs too <laughs> songs for the ladies yeah it's way too way too easy <laughs> take this picture come take a picture on this polaroid I had a feeling, I had this urge, but now I got you, what's the word? Different angles, girl, you came through, you never late I said that in my last song, your time here could last long Depends on if I'm turned on and I go off We both know the goal, so we both go strong I only got my two socks and some gold on, I'm about to do you so wrong Come and take this picture Got me laid up with ya All I see is ripped gold packages and burnt out swishers Torn clothes and bottles of liquor Move slow, no, I want that quicker, cause I'm that nigga you just so happen to be here Eyes blurred but the picture's coming out clear The way you put it on me You about to make my year Oh yeah Reload the film Your friends be talking about me Like yeah I know this him But you gon' get this Not like working a 1 to 10 But you gon' get this Not like working a 1 to 10 Had to repeat it Everything I said Come in a sequence Healing your chest The pledge of allegiance I pledge to give you What you been needing Look down Feel it and see it Pain pleasure to find it The meaning you find it I mean it Come take a picture On this Polaroid yeah. Come on. Come take a picture on this Polaroid. Polaroid. 
takes picture Phase two, I hope this shit don't phase you Change who I've been that guy Girl, you love it, please don't lie Peace like wise, I'm giving hand signals How I turn a nightcap into my next single How these hours go by and I still need you You be on my skin forever like you came with needles The attire you acquired came in through and see-through You know exactly what I'm thinking when I come and see you This here became a routine You know the way we do things You down looking up These rounds is a must Turn into a photo shoot. You got all the space you want to send a photo booth. Girl, you gotta love the boy. Come take a picture on this Polaroid. Yeah, move a little to the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good right there. This next one is by J. King called 4 a.m. Affirmation, and I definitely connected with this record immediately because he has this jazzy sax on in the beginning that I I was glued immediately, but it's definitely a bop, so check it out. Probably out sniffing coke, or they probably out hooked on dope. Gotta take it to a different level. They should get my ass a gold medal. Want four rings like Olympics. God flow, mon Olympus. Uh, niggas moving real predictable, uh. Moving sloppy with no principle, uh. Shit really be despicable, uh. Oh no, not me. Uh, probably smoking on some dank, uh. Never catch me with a drink, uh. Let's just do say on some red wine. Get on the beat and I recline. Which flow today? Mm. Wait, uh. I cannot decide, but I'm kicking on some smooth shit. Smooth cocky and some rude shit. Pen game type, ruthless. Lot of niggas move clueless. Still trying to go vegan, but I can't give up the Ruth Chris. Damn. Uh, take a break, take a pause. Uh, fuck it, I'ma go hard. Uh, something, something, go yard. Uh, I just wanted it to rhyme. Uh, GT Shorty, she a dime. That is a 10 out of 10. Two thumbs up, Ipera and Roper. Like Jewish food, everything kosher. Flowing smoother than a leather sofa. Crossing over like sloppy writing. Don't get it, read between the lines. Living my life in between the lines. We weren't living between the lines. Young nigga with the bounce. Uh, I can sell it by the ounce. Uh, no, I got it, what amount? Uh, we ain't trapping for no clout. Uh, trying to empty the account. Uh, one swing, make it count. Uh, so much last night, I can't count. Uh, talking my shit. Uh, 
yeah, you know I'm styling. Get on the beat and I'm vibing. We see them niggas profiling. We see the opposite profiling. We looking at them, we smiling. Since you watching fakes, better catch a pose. Like a band playing, I'm composed. I ain't talking about my net froze. But we gon' get to that later. Uh, Lord, I'm coming for the paper. Float tight like a mummy rap. The beat died, nigga, that's a rap. Sadistic nigga, this is overkill. Frost on my body, that's overchill. Niggas love me cause the pen is real. Woman love me, I got face appeal. I'm in the gym getting sex appeal. Hey, uh, another break, another pause. I'm defying all the laws. Got them shitting in they drawers. Got it together like plain puzzles. Sick dogs, they need muzzles. In your feelings like ruffle feathers. Can't catch up cause you ain't clever. Taking the time, I put the work in a rhyme. Tony Hawk the way I grind. I am the one, are you blind? Out of my brain, out my mind. Never stress about a bond. Google the illest, my image you'll find. I'm coming forward, I need it, it's mine. I'm claiming that it's on mine. What's you to tell me that who you are, what you say, I'm going to do this. Don't worry about where it's going to happen. Don't even worry about So we're at my favorite part of the show, um, where opinions transform into facts, basically. Um, ranks may or may not matter, and everybody is like a hip-hop historian, like LeBron would say. Um, I want everybody to introduce themselves um, and basically say your name, your at name, and what you do. All right, so let's, it's your boy E Benz. My IG is I am E Benz. You go, that's the same shit on all my social medias. And I'm um, just a, a young rapper coming out of Queens trying to take over the world. You feel me? It's way too easy. Feel that. Um, it's J King. Oh, right here. Boom. All right, so it's J King. J, the number four, Y, K, I, N, G, G, everywhere. J, the number four, Y, K, I, N, G, G, everywhere. You feel me? Sativa season. Out everywhere. Go and get that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a hip-hop artist. Brooklyn, New York, to Northside. You feel me? That's all. Yeah, my name is um Tim. You can follow me at Dolo underscore Tim. The shooter. You know, um... <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm just, uh, I just love music, you know, I'm trying to be an A&R, I love all different types of music, you know, that's Dolo underscore Tim everywhere, right? How did you guys get into music? Like, you guys are all from New York, right? Right, right, um, How integral was music growing up? Uh, I, I guess you. I'm gonna go. Um, nah, it's just, like, what's put inside your brain, like, I remember growing up, like, there's, there's actual tapes of me laying down on my baby Jay-Z playing in the back like nice. and that's just what I kept hearing and after a while like you're gonna stick with what you like so I guess like middle school came around and I will always write like even the homies too like I was I was like send text to them like low bars low bars mm. like oh how did my mind just you know come up with this stuff and then when I grew enough confidence to like say right, let's put some songs that let me let some people hear this mm -hmm. and it was just a, a, a big marathon from there so nice. and I said so basically from birth Almost. Yeah, you could call it that. Yeah, yeah. straight out the womb. I was just like taking all that. Day. Like hip hop is with something. Man. I love this shit. Yeah, you knew it was like a passion for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, I guess I'd say I, be, I I like all types of music. Like, um, you know, I grew up. My mom, I, I heard gospel. I heard reggae. My mother's Jamaican. My pops is Haitian. I was come from. Um, um. What else? Like. The first rap song I heard was like DMX, mm. stop, drop, oh. and my cousin would know how to play it on the keyboard. So I always, that's, that's always one thing. And like, you know, my pops had um, volume two, 
Like, I seen that, like, around the house. I seen Jenny yeah. Wine around the crib, like, CDs and shit like that. When I was in junior high school, he actually, like, cop CDs, like, the massacre, get rich, die, trying. So I always liked music. I probably start, I started rapping, like, at eight. Mm. Not, like, at eight. <laughs> um, but taking it seriously at 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 24 now. Uh, and I'd say now, probably two years ago, two years ago, that's when I started to really get in, like, the whole swing of things, like, feeling like. I could just do whatever I want mm-hmm. type shit because I just like I just like creating and having fun. Yeah. yeah. So like you feel like um, your upbringing kind of is intertwined with like how you see yourself becoming this type this artist. Yeah. Like recently, like especially this year, I've been thinking to myself more like, damn, like how could you have not seen me wanting to do something like this? Like you know. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, my uncle would listen to Tracy Chapman. When I was younger, I didn't like it, but now I love I love her music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, it's, yeah, it's just something that was always there, and I just always like even things that are going on now in music. I always I always want to do like I love the reggae things in, intertwined in the music. I love like compa, you know, mm-hmm. like you know what? Because I'm from the Caribbean, so it just mm-hmm. all makes sense, and you just ah, which like, island? So are you Haitian and Jamaican or yeah? Like, okay. Yeah, because I heard you say Confi a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody know, right? Yeah. Not because, um, yo, I feel like it's not there yet, but that, don't. Like, you, someone could do something with that mm-hmm. and, like, rap. You feel and me? Answer, yeah. You know what I mean? If like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, nah, just yeah. watch. I-, I know, like, the whole reggae thing, like, you can ask something. I've been mentioned. I've been. I, I, I already knew been about on it. Yeah. yeah, it's just that it's, it's good, though, that you have other people out now that opened up that door though yeah mm-hmm. for other people to be able because like for like say if i was like the first person coming i'll probably come out looking crazy but like other people doing it you sometimes it's a good thing to let people open the door for you for see how they're going to receive it mm-hmm. and then you just master it and work on the craft from it for sure like um you both said you guys are from the island are you from the island right. as well tim yeah i'm from jamaica I'm, I'm not from jamaica but my family background is from jamaica yeah so, so like, I like reggae yeah. too and whatnot yeah so like recently with you know like i don't want to say drake is the big person that exposed it but you know he kind of opened the door for it to Definitely. be more exposed to the world yeah that views album yeah. that's when it happened yeah, yeah. even like, though it has been around it nothing not nah, nah, definitely sure. you're right it has been around but you know he really opened he, that's the just door the way, that's just the way it works in media yeah. like the, but the, the, the top dog gonna do something and it just it becomes that when jay said like you know no more jerseys button ups don't want jerseys button us. <laughs> <laughs> but did he, you know, yeah, I guess he stuck to that one. That's but one also, I would say it's the way Drake did it too, because even though it's been used before, the way that he did, not a lot of people wasn't really using it like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's also the trend. People like the melodies more now. Like before, like when you had that, you had like Sean with that shit. Like you got to be like rapping, rapping. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? All yeah. this, so, I think that's another thing about it too. Like, we're in a you know, they always like, oh, we in the microwave era of music, and so people want to hear something. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be argued. I see you. I crying. don't. I don't really agree <laughs> with that. It's at the forefront. I don't. I don't really agree with that because mm-hmm. me personally, I feel like if you, it's not always necessarily about bars and stuff like that. So if you come out with good music, you just come out with good music. Like it's not necessarily oh. It's a microwave era, like, oh, somebody come out, you like that person and whatnot. Because like, me personally, 
I like creativity and mm-hmm. I like a lot of diversity. Like you can even ask them, like I'll put them on to somebody yeah. before they on on mm-hmm. and they'll be like, ah, you know, and then they listen to it later, they be like, you know what, Tim, you was right. Like, I think you did that with, I, I, with Gunner, right? With Gunner. Yeah, like Gunner, yeah. recently Gunner been kinda disappointing me a little bit, but mm. all all yeah, but, baby shining a little bit more. Look, like you, know, I'm not gonna front. Two of my mans was telling me like, "Oh, little baby, better than gun." And I was like, I was hesitant on at it at first, yeah. <laughs> but now, like a couple songs that came out, and I'm like, you know what, y'all right. Like I had to listen see to it a little, little bit. You could see like, little baby got a little bit more impact than Gunna. Yeah. Like, I feel like Gunna, he just trying to not follow people wave, but he featured on a lot of albums that been coming out. So he been on his, he been on a type of songs. So, but if he on yeah, his type of shit. songs, it's a different type of feeling. But that's what I was gonna. My my yeah. fault to cut cut you off. But like, I feel like with Gunna, I'm starting to notice that his personality. I don't know him, mm-hmm. but from what I've observed, he seems more like laid back. Right. Yeah. You feel me? Wasn't he the one that said he really just started rapping like recently? I heard him say that something. Could be like that. I feel, yeah, I feel like, like that. that if that I, yeah, plays a part, exactly. like you know what I'm saying, what little baby, like he be be a little bit more into it, into it. Like he has a, like his energy is just a little bit different. Yeah, he gonna want to do it more than him. Like if you really into your heart, then you gonna want to do this shit like all the time. And I'm not saying that he's into it less. I'm just saying like his person. Like how do I put it? Gun is like laid back on like a lot of tracks. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He's never more. Little baby, you hear him switch it up more. That's what I'm trying to but say. But I did hear that like Gunna taught Little Baby how to rap. I don't know how much that's facts, but <laughs> I mean, I heard that. But though. it be like that sometimes. It do be like. And that. for me, the difference that I noticed between them is that Gunna seems like he has his style that he can like. He's a chameleon, like he can fit in mm-hmm. with what other people do. Um, with Little Baby, it seems like his his style is his style, and people kind of like. Mimic it when it's on it. Like the one example I'm thinking of is that um, is it the Yosemite song with Travis? Oh yeah, I like that. Song. Like I love that song, <laughs> but like I kind of feel like usually it's Travis is the one who yeah. like the people go, get on his wave. No. But Gunna it seemed like it was a little shots. baby song. Like, yeah, yeah, Gunna <laughs> song. I'm, that was like, yeah. Gunna, 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 Gunna song. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but yeah, you <laughs> see how that song. Almost, you see how yeah. that song was like kind of like chill, laid back type. That's yeah. that. That's Gunna's. That's his space right there. Yeah. Like, like he, yo, his like a lot is like top top off on drip season three, fire, mm-hmm. yeah. spending the dick, like those type of shits right there. Like he's in his pocket. Nice. Um so we were on the subject just now about discovering Yeah, microwave music and Fast. discovering music like it is the microwave era. I, I, I wanna say I think so because like a lot of music, it's not that it's bad, it's just not memorable. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, just, you get it too quick, so they don't put. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the time and effort is probably not put there. They're just making it so fast. It's not yeah. something to be. I like music like to be lit and like I could go back and listen to it, or I'm not gonna forget about it throughout the year. A lot of the music is like something I hear it. Then oh man, I forgot this guy. The but way is it used that to, the artist's fault or is it the consumer? The way it used to be was like an artist would drop like an album a year. And then when he going on his run, he got his one, two single. So we enjoying that for like a summer or winter or whatever. So, and then, okay, goodbye. I'm doing my tour. I'm not releasing nothing. So it, it was more of a yearly thing. Now it's like, oh, shit, I got something coming every two, three months. I got a single dropping every, you know. Such yeah, and such. like, so I, you got something right there. Yeah, yeah. I agree with him. I but, feel like it's a lot more music coming out from a lot more artists mm-hmm. than it is more, oh, microwave era. That's why I don't really agree mm-hmm. with yeah. that. It's but, more. But I, I like it like, more. I like it. I, 
it's a it's a gift and a curse because it's like it's showing a little bit of freedom because I feel like yearly albums had to do with record labels. Mm-hmm. Now it feels like okay, you have more of a freedom to just push your button. Yeah, I also that's true. the another thing too. I feel like since more music is coming out, it's look it's kind of like lessening the quality somewhat. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, like, Jay-Z and them, they still release, like, they little one album, maybe two projects mm-hmm. a year. And it's quality work. Like, people yeah. still like, like, 444, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And that's whatnot. the shit that matters. And then, <laughs> and, um, what was the album he had with, like, Tom Ford and stuff like that? Magnum. 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 Yeah, that was valid, too, to yeah. me. People but, like, say a lot of these. Not, but it is, though. It is. No, like, a lot of, a like, a lot yeah. of new artists now are dropping more projects, like, not just albums, but, like, little EPs. Like, you see how Meat Mill, he mm-hmm. dropped a little four-song four, pe- four song thing. Yeah. Well, He's supposed to that. come out. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, yeah. He's supposed to come out with another album later. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, to keep relevancy, I feel like. That's what they trying to do. And It's so many. It's That's not. Mm-hmm. It depending on the artist, sometimes it depends on the quality of the music, like, a lot of the time. So, sometimes it's, like, a little less quality. Like it's fire for right now, mm-hmm. but then but further down this? the road, it's not yeah. as fire. Like. Think about it like this, because you made a point that I, that's why I said you got something. Like um, you was like, is that the consumer? Yeah, yeah. The part of that Versus, is on the yeah. consumer, because like mm-hmm. we always want to hear. Yeah, we yeah always yeah everybody want to yeah, hear something the, new, and the attention span is shorter. So yeah, we do forget like when everybody was um fucking with uh. That that Huncho Jack shit, mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. fucking with it. I didn't get to it yet. Yeah. It wasn't until like two months later when I actually got to it and actually had the chance to sell. I'm like, oh, this shit is fire. Right. Same thing with um the Young Thug and Future project. Like people don't, I actually like it a lot now that I had the chance to like take like listen to it at a space when everyone wasn't talking about it right. and all that stuff. So a part of it is on the consumer actually a lot of it is on the mm-hmm. consumer because it's supply and demand you feel me yeah, so we want fast food so of course they're going to make microwave music so mm-hmm. i can't even blame the artist and now it's like because you can literally tweet your favorite artist like you can it's yeah. damn near yeah. right on their comments so like it's they can berate the artist like y'all saw rihanna's like Yo, the album's gonna come when it's coming. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cause she's built around tradition. Like, the dudes in Rockefeller, like they, mm-hmm. they still got this do it, old feel inside of there. Like, you got to think like it used to be on a CD, on a tape, mm-hmm. and you got to go to the store and get it. Some niggas ain't have it. Like, oh, I gotta go to my man's yep. crib to hear this. Nah, like this shit came out. Hold up, alright, it's playing. Yeah, and that's it. So, so that's another like question for me. Like, how did you guys? Like y'all mentioned Jay a couple of times, so I'm sure you all of you listen to him. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Okay. So um, yeah, he's <laughs> one of my favorites, obviously. Um, so like, how did you discover music? Like most of you said, like in your households growing up. Well, like, what? How did you discover your taste? Like I know for me, um, I love soulful type of beats. Like I always yeah. say that I'm Hell like yeah. I like minor chord progressions. Like mm-hmm. I like like heavy bass lines like that like I know because I grew up in a house where gospel was like mainly mm-hmm. thing or R&B mm-hmm. um, and rap and I like lyricism like and not to be like oh I like lyricism boom bap like Big Daddy Kane like I just that's just how I acquired right. that taste so I feel for me it was like trying to find a, a middle ground like mm-hmm. yeah I'm a big fan of like you know the M&M's and stuff like that but they rap like aggressive with the ball every you know half a second mm-hmm. and I once again I'm bringing up Jay's my favorite rapper but <laughs> with, with Jay for me it was like you still getting the same like 
his type of bars, mm. but he's smoothing it out. He's more slick with what he's saying. Like, and that that could go with anything. That could go with damn. You still got an ill ass bar. It's just it's like progression it's a swag. and quality. Yeah, it's a swag. Time, it right? makes you feel great. Like I'm not just taking in the words. Like I'm taking in, like what I'm I'm seeing shit when you're talking now. Like mm-hmm. you're making me want to get get that mm-hmm. same exact confidence now when you you know what I'm saying when I repeat this shit instead of just barring out mm-hmm. or you know taking another route. So for me, it was just finding the middle ground, something smooth, and that's the the type of nigga that I am too. You can ask them too, Mr. Blue Light. Like <laughs> I'm cool, I'm calm, so. It just related like that. That was for me. And then there's a lot of artists that came after him. I think Drake has that that same exact thing with him. Mm-hmm. Like it's finding the R and B and the rap and just morphing them together. Like you're getting the best of both worlds. Like so. Yeah, definitely. That's why I really love that that mm-hmm. that lane. Well, like with me personally, believe it or not, like I ain't really getting introduced to like hip hop and rap and all that till like first year of high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would hear it on the radio, but I wouldn't really, like, listen to it that much because my parents, they grew up in, like, the gospel in the church, like, real serious. So, it was just gospel and 106.7. Like, <laughs> then, like that's, all I, for me too. that's all I would listen yep. to. So, then, that I think that kind of played into my liking of diverse music. Like, mm-hmm. when something new come out, it made me susceptible to, like, let me give it a try before I say I don't like it or dislike it, like... So yeah. when I got introduced to music in high school, I was like, "Oh, this is this what I've been missing." Like, yeah. you know, right. it's like, Ooh, like, like that's almost like I'm a not gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. J type helped me into introduce me to the music like that too. Like that's mm-hmm. why I had like that's when Kanye was on his big tip, and I had went back and listened to old Kanye like College Dropout, and then they they knew Kanye was my favorite rapper before all the. All the bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> but like talking about pop culture, <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, like, so I was just feeling that. Like, I was, I just knew this is what something that I had loved. Like, you could ask some, like I said before, like I would always put them on to like some new shit, mm-hmm. and then they always come back like, "Oh, Tim, I fuck with this," or "Tim, yeah. I don't fuck with that." Like, Yo, but I remember so, like when he like first like really got onto the rap. Song. Yeah, like, he was nice. like. Yo, son, it was this one song on um, graduation, so I can't mm-hmm. even That Yo, was the but, first well, album I bought with my own money, so yeah, that I Me too. The first yeah. CD I bought. He said, Earn Man's Pastel, I Passed the Dress. He used to love yeah. that. Yeah. Back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. He had your way message. I'm telling you. <laughs> nah, but it took me a lot of time to like get into the hip-hop and rap, and when I did, I was like, oh, this is... And I still listen to other stuff too, like even Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. like stuff yeah. like that. I'm still like listening because I know, you know, it's it's not just you can't just focus on one, especially mm-hmm. if you want to be an A and R, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You gotta listen to like different types of music, R and B, rap, hip. But also, hip hop is diverse like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so definitely, like more than ever. Yeah. My favorite rap group is Tribe, right? So mm-hmm. like Tribe Called like. Quest. So. Like they incorporated different things like old jazz samples or like mm-hmm. half of them they grew up in Queens so they like us where oh, they have like West Indian roots and stuff like that so yeah. I think yeah if you're a hip hop fan like general really a hip hop fan you are a fan of diverse music like yeah, you can't say already. that you're not because yeah, even on my nice. phone right now I got a little like Luther all yeah, that 80s music oh, 90s music. Yeah. Oh, I heard that like, through the grapevine, everything. Yeah. Like, if you look through my phone, so because we pick little pieces. I'm not to cut you off my phone. We pick little pieces of everything. Like, mm-hmm. Just that one sound, add that, and it just take off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I went through different types of. I, I went through different phases. Mm-hmm. So like, um, 
I know early, early, like I said, when I first got introduced, like it was like volume two, um, Rough Riders around that time. (laughs) Then, then it was like, I was with all my Nelly shit. Mm -hmm. Um, junior high school leading up to like ninth grade, like 10, that was also the, like, I guess like the blog era they call it now, whatever. Mm -hmm. I really was on that West Coast shit. Mm -hmm. OD, OD. I love West Coast, right? NWA, I was bumping that heavy. Oh, old school Mm -hmm. West Coast. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was going to say like around that time was like. Game was, you know, a thing. Yeah, game was fire. Yeah, game, 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 like game? Game, yeah, game's one of my favorite <laughs> rappers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's one. Yeah, he's one of the top rappers, man. Like bars, yeah. bar wise, like I don't care what nobody say. Like he's he's up there. Like <laughs> I don't think that many people will argue with you. Nah, nah. There's people. There's people that don't think that. That don't give him credit. Um, I love old NWA, Snoop Dogg, like mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. Like I love. Like I want to move over to LA. Like I love Brooklyn. Oh, I love where I'm from. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just that. that I think that's. I, I like the heat. I like the vibe. Like. Mm. I went to San Diego once. It was a wrap. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I have you know my times where I like you know like the boom bap shit. That 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 was probably more so going into um, college mm-hmm. when I started to really get really really get go into back. It. yeah go back into in, into the rap and stuff like that and psh, it could range from anything too because like right now today my favorite song of the day is in the air. Mm-hmm. And I'm still bumping the Tory Lane shit, yeah. the Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. That's yeah. Fire. You feel me? I mean, that's a classic, first of all. Yeah, but, like um, I, I'll be the one bumping somewhere, some different type of stuff in a car, some 107.5, yeah. like if it's on the radio. I, like I said, I feel like if you're a real music savant, like you yeah. have to have diverse tastes, oh, like yeah. because if you only listen to one type of thing, you're gonna constantly be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know nah, what I'm saying? And even as an artist, that's all you're going to like pull out of yourself as well yeah i mean so speaking of your artistry um what do you, you have a project out 718 um, we'll yes. get that okay so i mean the title is kind of self-explanatory but um why would this is your debut project yeah so the, the whole thing about it is uh when i was making like the first three or four songs mm-hmm. i tried to not put a date to it and but at the same time, I always thought, damn, when I'm done, when when do I want to do it? It's my birthday's on New Year's and everything, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, it's 2018, January the seventh, one seven one, and it just mm-hmm. boom, and I'm like, okay, that's the area code. Oh, this is lit. I'm not telling nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I made that's sure. That's a dope title for a debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it didn't uh, resonate as much as I wanted it to. But every time somebody asks me, I make sure I pitch that. But um, that's like me. My birthday is one slash nine slash ninety three. It spells out the year I was born. Oh, that's yeah, January. So, like, we I live. Um, but yeah. So once I had completed every single song, I was like, okay, now I can start feeding this because I don't want to give out a day two and then I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not prepared. So once I completed everything, um, and I and I had that rollout, we took pictures, like the whole cover, everything. Just, it just has a New York vibe to it because that's where I'm from. But to go back to being diverse with a lot of our stuff. Um, there's songs on there that I have that are like real aggressive and I, I like to get that off at certain times. And then mm-hmm. I have the female stuff too. I like mm-hmm. to get into to that. I definitely name. like that Polaroid. That's, that's you, my thank shit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so it's like, I just love the fact that I can change gears. Because mm-hmm. I, I could have gave you a whole Polaroid rollout or I could have, you know, stayed with one label going aggressive. But I think mixing it all in 
you're just enjoying a whole, you know, however many songs I put. I think I put 12 on there. Mm-hmm. can't remember. But, um, That's the question that I got for you guys. Well, primarily the artists. But since you're going into A&R, um, now that we're in this, like, EP era, we kind of touched on it before, but, like, how long do you think is a project that's too long? Like, is it like Chris Brown with 40 songs or like Yo, people mm, just putting four song all. EPs? That man, <laughs> like, is, them 45 songs is fire. So yeah. he, he definitely, get, he's the only person that's getting up. He's the only person. I mean, I, I wouldn't I don't disagree agree, with that. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I can't, I still yeah. didn't get through it, so I can't even. It's too much. Like, yeah. I, like I, did. I got through it. Now. But you're going to realize like months from now, maybe years from now, certain shit is gonna get poked at and like oh shit I ain't hear this before and then it's still gonna keep the album alive mm-hmm. so it's kinda smart it's like you gonna get through the first quarter and leave it alone and then you might stumble upon it and hear the rest and mm-hmm. it's gonna feel like a whole new album now. yeah you know what I mean so I, that is, is, it's a gift and a curse yeah definitely um, so on your project what would you say is the song that like it doesn't have to be the single but mm-hmm. what's the song that you think defines who you are as an artist uh, the outro because mm-hmm. um i have a couple songs where it's like i'm give i like to say way too easy like mm-hmm. i have a song like that and i have the polaroid tracks and i have the 200 like those are in my mind i'm like okay i know i can give you a certain song about this about different things but outro as a whole is about me mm-hmm. so i in that last track i just poured out how i always felt like trying to get shit right with the music trying to uh at the same time, I had just lost my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And, Sorry. Um, nah, it's all good. You know, I know you're looking down. Um, nice. I talked about the struggles I had living in the basement with my moms before things turned around. So that's those are the things that stay on my mind mm-hmm. all the time. And then I, you know, get to the music and stuff like that. So I, I had like poured into myself. So I, I feel like that was a uh, that meant the most to me. Yeah, I think we all like things that are personal that we can relate to but even if you never been through it you want to empathize yeah and i think that those are the standout like the ones that we hail as classics kind of yeah um we can go into you um so with your project um we i love 4am affirmation what went so you have a couple of projects out but which is the one that you're like okay i need people to hear this TV season, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they need to hear all of it, actually. Yes, like of course that. they need to hear all of it. So, it, check it, that out. Um, um, thank you on the 4 a.m. affirmation one. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's a 4 a.m. affirmation. So, how did you, um, how did you, like, did you wake up at 4 a.m., like, cold at 4.44 and, like, this is my I wrote, I wrote some of it at that time. Mm-hmm. Facts. That's why, that, that, that is definitely how I came up with the name. And then, um, the name, like, at the end, it's, like, KRS. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, telling you about, you know, you got to, like, believe in shit and stand on it. So mm-hmm. I was writing it around that time, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. thank God. You feel me? Yeah. And then um, that that was the affirmation. I was just talking about, like, really, that whole song is just me talking my shit and then, like, letting you know, like, even though you may not see it now, stand on it. Fuck what everybody else is saying. Do what you got to do. Yeah. So... That's for everybody, you know, and anything that they're doing. So. so how relevant, what's the significance of the four? Because you have, yours is J, but it's the four, replaced with the four, the 4 a.m. All the A's are replaced with fours. So, yes. I mean, I'm assumed that 
Yeah, the four, that, that's my thing. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, like, my name is, is Jay King, but I felt like one, you know, a lot other people would probably have that name, but I need, I want to separate myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, the number four, it looks like the number, um, <clears throat> I mean, the number four looks like the letter, a capital A, so I replaced that there. I'm born in the month of April. Mm-hmm. Fourth month of the okay. year. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: um, the birthstone for April's a diamond, mm-hmm. and like the way the four is cut, like say if it's cut like this, mm-hmm. if you put two of them back to back and flip it upside down, it's like a diamond. Yeah, yeah that's very intricate thinking. Yeah, you feel me? I'd be dope, really though. thinking like about that. shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on that sativa, so I'm sure. <laughs> um, but project wise, um, it, it's different processes. Um, mm-hmm. Sativa season that took like two years. So sativa season, and that's also with your clothing too. Yeah. Okay. Facts. So, um, which one? Which came first, the clothing or the the project? The project. Okay. Because I was like, I gotta market myself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and then once I had the um, like the logo, mm-hmm. everything else was went from there. But the whole sativa season thing was like just about a you know a good vibe, feeling good. You know, blazing, creating, and elevating is the motto. Mm. So, you know, in um, PC terms, a clothing brand about self-empowerment. Nice. In whatever it is that you want to do, whether it be music, writing, educating, you know, blazing the weed, you're creating and you're elevating your mind and yourself. So there's that. Facts. That's pretty Uh inspirational. I like that. So guys, check that out. Um, I like talking to myself also. Talking to myself. Um, How did that one come about? Yeah, that one, um, that, that song is actually two years old now. Okay. Um, I recorded that around the same time I recorded with it, or probably before that. Um, so talking to myself is just basically me just having a conversation with myself about how I felt at the moment. Like, Similar to this outro. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's super relatable. Like, the other, like, last month I was listening, I was kind of frustrated. And then, you know, like, when music comes to you, my song came to me, Frustrated contemplating getting medicated how the fuck I get myself out of my current position mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that that was really just like trying to like get from the underground shit I was going to school like trying to like rap too and then mm-hmm. work like it was just a lot of frustrating shit trying to figure shit out because I've been at it for a while mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it was just talking about that and like even when you're down and it's telling the story like you know what I'm I don't want to you know give it all away mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying it's like real shit that's in there and it's like shit that could no. <laughs> Come from the heart, man. Come from the heart. I hear that. <laughs> um, Tim, so, like, you guys are all friends together? Like, how long yeah. have you guys known each other? Ten plus years? Ten plus. Okay, so um, are you guys doing, like, joint endeavors together? Like, yeah. what's yeah. some things that's on the table for you guys? Mm-hmm. Like, so, you both are artists, and... Mm-hmm. You do the A&R. What's an A&R in this time to you? Ain't somebody who just goes out, you know, looks for talent. It's the connection between, like, the record label and the artist, you know, somebody connect with the artist as well. Mm -hmm. Give them a real perspective of the record label and what they want from them as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a connection between artist and record label because sometimes, you know, the record label wants something from an artist and the way the um, record label will say it to the artist, the artist might not understand it as well as so it's just a connection between both parties you know mm-hmm. what i mean so also a and r goes and looks for other talent 
mm-hmm. you know, to bring into the record label. So, you know, mm-hmm. I might find somebody like that I feel is interesting or has a good enough following to help the record label make some money as well. So, yeah. Also, to add on, the A&R helps, like, develop, like, you know, with the sound. I was going to oh, yeah. talk about the, that they, because in, since we were keep talking about the microwave era. Artists and um, repertoire? Yes, artists and repertoire. Um, there's not, because everybody's pretty much independent, like we were saying, you could push the button yeah. and you can upload your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not real like if you blow up you didn't really have any development i, I know all oh, man yeah. don't get me started man. <laughs> yeah. so, get me i mean, started like it, man how, started. no i'm gonna this is a question for all of you um <laughs> how important do you think or not important do you think artist development is in 2018 a lot of these niggas are trash i'm, gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you it straight <laughs> yeah, up i mean talk to these because i got some there's the, good ones and there's the bad ones there's more it's more popular the bad ones but like nah like I'm gonna let him go first. <laughs> we all got so. Nah, nah. Yeah, a lot, no, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of artists are, are honestly trash. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, you see it um, at the, at the showcases in the underground. You see it. You see it in the mainstream. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it gets frustrating as an artist as well. You feel me? Especially mm-hmm. when you be doing all the right things. Like, I sit down, I rehearse, I perform my songs. No vocals mm-hmm. in the back. I know the words to my I songs. Mm-hmm. I know where I know where each ad lib is. Mm-hmm. I know what move to do to everything in my song. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can ask them. Like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Now they just focus more on the song. They don't focus more on the performance. And the performance is is, is what's important. That's where the money comes in when you go on tour. Yeah. Um, also, like the artists, yeah, they're not developed. That's why shit always sounds sounds the same. Like me, I could say I develop myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I could. That's why I can make something like Sativa Season. It makes something like attitude adjustment because mm-hmm. um, I know how to do the fun shit. I know how to do the, you know, keep it, whatever. Like, it's it's a, it's a growing process. Artists, they don't take the time to do that. Mm-hmm. I said I was rapping since 16, 24. Yeah. I just got comfortable two years ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when I be sending out, like, all my unreleased shit now, it sounds like I actually put the time and then you see the development. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I barely miss now. Yeah, I think that's what I like about both of you guys' music is that um, you can tell that, one, the quality, because, like, it's not like you just rushed it and, like, you do it, did it in your closet type I'd be on thing. I'd right. about that. Yeah. yeah, and, I mean, that's a big thing because, like, my thing is, like, I'm not a music expert. Literally, I just grew up with ears. Like, I grew up <laughs> with ears, and, like, certain things just sound good. Hell yeah. um, but you can tell, like, you guys love this craft like you have you're passionate about it that you put in the time that you practice that um you take it seriously and i think that's what i mean not saying that most artists don't take their stuff seriously but also like if it's quick it's not always not that's when 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 no when they start knocking on the door that's how we don't become lab rats like we don't just Mm -hmm. become a project that they milking money out of and and calling you away no Mm -hmm. we gonna be here like the true fans that, that that build us up and and bring us to the top mm-hmm. we just gonna make sure we do even better so we grow more keep the same at least yeah. and we don't get wiped out so that's the way i think it like this this is war like for me and at least oh. in my opinion this is war like i feel like <laughs> once i get in here you're not gonna kill me like i'm gonna stay in this thing for the long run that's the new york in you though 
I yeah, think like we're so competitive though. No, no, yeah, I'm super competitive, man. Like, yeah. like I like, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I think you're I a Knicks fan re- though. I don't know. I'm confused. Yo, look, the Knicks, the Knicks are competitive. You know what? Because because they're losing by small, but they just can't close. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But me, I'm a closer. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm gonna separate you from that. But look, man, just today. yo, the Knicks, the, the some you look. Think of the Knicks like the rap game. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They always have like a star. You feel me? I'm the star, and <laughs> and everybody just be fuck. Nah, let me stop that. That's fucked up. What star? <laughs> it's alright. We yo we, we look, man. On my it. son Alonzo Cheer. Right, stop. It's it. gonna be like six man of the year next year. My next podcast is gonna be about sports, but but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. make sure you call me for that yeah, too. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> facts. But I'm am super competitive though. Like, um, I oh, think yeah. that's the only reason. Uh, that's not the only reason, but it's one of the main reasons why I like love it. I like I love I love the competitive spirit. But these days, it's not a lot to compete with, so I just be competing with myself, and I compete with people who are already in the industry. So when I be rapping, like I be thinking about like yo, hope about to hop on this. So that's how I think every time because yeah. I feel like. I, I'm the greatest. You feel me? In I think my you mind. should feel. Yeah, like that. you feel me? And, like, and everybody should. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking like that, and then when you start saying it out your mouth, you gotta back it up. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like affirm it. Yeah, you feel me? Exactly. They um, they be saying like, "Oh, why you be wilding?" I was like, "Yo, I was just having fun, bro. I wasn't <laughs> doing that. I was just having fun. I wasn't even be trying." <laughs> Y'all both are aggressive, and I like that about it. Um, yeah. Tim, so Mr. Anr development with how crucial is it to an artist um nowadays i feel like it's really important because i've been with jay since he was like writing raps in his psychic mm-hmm. you know so i seen the development and at that time i wasn't really i don't want to say interested in music but i i'm gonna say you know we we was just he was just rapping to me you know and i was like all right that's valid you know uh uh-uh, but you know we was we was at a young age we couldn't really you know, do anything with it. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have the money, we didn't have the connects, we didn't have... So when we got older now, and he was like, he had released um, he had released some shit called Breathing Room. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I could see like a little bit of potential. You know what I mean? But I, you can ask Jay, I'm always criticizing him like, I don't really like that, bro. I'm not going to lie. But are you doing like, it you know? just to make him better? Like, I think I'm it's doing it because that's how I really better. feel about the music. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm saying, it essentially, it's to like help him yeah, actually, yeah, grow. Not like, 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 even, nah, that's what. <laughs> nah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yo, you could do. You can even ask um, E. Like, I be telling him the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, like when they release music or they record in the studio, I don't really get back to them about the music. Maybe until a week or a week, two weeks later, okay. like, because I really be trying to listen to it. Because I'm, I don't want to be biased. Because those my friends, you feel me? So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Oh, this is fire off rip off the first listen. So I be trying to chill, you know, giving myself a little time. Like bump it the first time. Give it a week off, then bump it again. Like, okay, let me see how this is really hitting. And then I'll give them, like, my honest feedback. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you could do this better or, like, you could pronounce this better. Or mm-hmm. And a lot of times, honestly, with them two, it really just be, it don't even really be bars. It be pronunciation, ad-libs, stuff like that that they can add in on yeah. that can make the song a little bit more hype or a little bit more make you have, oh, okay, like, I'm interested in that now. Like, mm-hmm. it, a lot of times it don't be like that. So... You know, with me, when I'm giving them feedback, 
I do feel like development is important. And development is not only bars or lyrics or whatever. It's how you make the music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Absolutely. So I like to give them a lot of advice on how to make the music. Not mm-hmm. necessarily bars. Because their bars, mo- most of the time, don't be lacking. All the time. It's the... We it's be, <laughs> be there all the time. We be good. Most of the time, it be delivery or... Okay how they say it mm-hmm. you know or how they how it sound on the beat or whatever the case may be so that's really what i try to do most of the time and i feel like a lot of times depending on the artist like that that would be the problem sometimes it's their bars other times it's how they deliver it so depending on the artist that's how it would be you okay know? image I mean, plays a big role too yeah. people don't say but there's some people that are nice but they ain't got no swag they ain't got no drip no, that's like true. Like Wale said, that niggas can't, yeah. can't rap. I ain't fly. I can't rap. Yo, Some people can rap. Some people can rap, <laughs> oh but they not. Oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite songs. Uh, for Lauren, <laughs> baby. Yes, yeah. that, yeah. Was, that was a dope project. Yeah, that was a dope project. That's yeah. my shit. Some niggas, they could rap, no drip. Yeah. Um. So this, we've come to the place in the interview. Well, conversation, because I'm not an interviewer. I'm not Oprah. But, um... <laughs> It is. Oh, let all right, let I got you. Yeah. Um, y'all have to tell me and tell the people. I call my listeners the goats because clearly right, y'all the greatest if y'all supporting me. But um, who top five, dead or alive? The only parameters that I'm giving you guys is they have to be black. Like it's Shut black up. and black music because I'm primarily oh, like tough. I'm focusing on hip hop. <laughs> Eminem wasn't like, coming in my top five regardless. So. I mean, some people yeah. like yeah. you mentioned Phil Collins earlier. Yeah, oh no no no, that's just that's just that's just music. <laughs> yeah, period, period. But we talking top five, right? I'll go. Um, so that's E. Top five. I'ma say. Hmm. We gotta give order. The wait, hold no, on. Now wait, it, hold it on, hold have on. To be in order. Okay. It's. Top five dead live favorite. Cause okay, I don't your favorite, say yeah. Who's the best? Because okay, of certain reasons. This is our own here, personal like, shit. <laughs> like, okay, cool. So now I gotta change on this up. There go three. He talking. <laughs> he he named my first. Yeah, I would I would say Nas, mm-hmm. Jay, um, and if it gets personal, like with myself, I'm putting Ross on there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I like that. Yeah, like definitely. That. The Ross was, was a great time. Um, that last album, oh God, it's one of my favorite. I still listen to yeah. that. Sh- the fact that you can yeah. go that long, like that's some bullshit. Yeah. And then if I go number four for myself, I'm gonna say Drake. Mm-hmm. And then five is myself. Well, I'm gonna put myself first, and then we add the four. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my top five. Okay, Drake in the top five. Nah, it's personal. It's personal. Favorite. Favorite. This yeah, is favorite. to you. You not, not This is not judgment. Nah, if we had the goal. This is a judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel no you. If we, if we were competitive in our list, then it may sway a little bit, but personal. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. As long as you, long as you said that. <laughs> today. Let's say today. Like, today. so that's how he feels yeah, today. I, like, oh, yeah. I love Drake, man. I love Drake's music. I don't know Drake to love him, but I love his music. You mm-hmm. feel me? But he's not in my top five. Only because okay. he had the reference track. I'm sorry. I'm old school. But, um, <laughs> all right, my top five. Hope. Boom. Mm-hmm. One right there, Jada Kiss, boom, right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Wayne going in, boom, right there. Mm-hmm. Nas, right there. Boom. Ah, who's that? It's like four. Four. Mm-hmm. Damn, I still got a fifth spot. Mm-hmm. That's a Biggie. 
No, you didn't. No, Biggie. You didn't. <laughs> okay. Damn. I'll let let you go, Tim. I got, I got J number one. J-K. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not even gonna say nothing. <laughs> Yo, look, my birthday is his birthday backwards. I'm just saying. I, <laughs> look, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I relate that's the goats. True. Okay. I'm just saying. I relate the whole. I respect it. Y'all hear y'all the goats right now. Aries that's, all that's goats. Established. Okay. Right now, Jay Z my number one rapper. Okay. Yeah. Everything else that come after this list, you can. I can put it in whatever order y'all want. It's favorites, not yeah, ranked. You know. Got okay. So I got Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I got Jada. I got Kanye. Yeah. <clears throat> My beautiful dark twisted fantasy and and before that. Not easy, Kanye. Um, I got Nas, and I got I got Biggie. Biggie better than Tupac. You heard? I'm just letting <laughs> y'all know that from now. Anybody who wanna, we could argue that Biggie better than Tupac. Let, let, let. I'm, I'm gonna give you a separate top five though, alternate top five, because my show is just based on. Balls. If we go in favorite, I'm yeah. gonna go Hove still. Okay. I'm gonna throw Kendrick in there. Okay. Um, Drake can go in there. See how it see. Facts. <laughs> yeah, Drake. Drake <laughs> you is, try to hate in the beginning. You feel me? Oh. Yeah, cause you feel me now. Like I see where y'all going yeah, with it. Mm-hmm. Drake number two. For, uh, I'm Drake still number six for me. I, I'm oh. still in my competitive mm-hmm. bag. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely Kendrick. You got to throw J Cole in there. Yeah. Wale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wale. Um, wordplay, wordplay, play. Mm-hmm. I said J. Cole, Damn. Mm-hmm. and I'm gonna cap it off at that. Oh, oh, Tory, Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez, okay, Tory Lanez, Tory top 10. Tory, Tory's a, a favorite right a now. Favorite. Tory Lanez in my top I five. I put bro. J. Cole in my top five. J. Cole, now, I too. can't lie because he better than Kendrick. I don't care what nobody's saying, he mm. better than Kendrick. I'm not mm. gonna dispute that. Yeah. Only because J. Cole recently, I feel like Kendrick. I'm mad Kendrick didn't rap on that um Jada Kiss track on the I don't Swiss care. album. Yeah, yeah, that too. That was tough. I, I want to say, yo, that. Swiss, oh, you don't want this Kendrick in um Lock Smoke? Nigga didn't even give me no bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga came with the hook. I mean Even if he came out with that, Cole's still better. I really want to see Cole and and Kendrick drop that project together. That way you could really sway. Like you could like, play. Are we, it's not gonna are happen. We still but wait for this. Like I, y'all think it's like. I don't care. I'm gonna keep. It's not dreaming. gonna happen. I, I'm gonna make it happen. Watch. I don't know if we cup half empty. Mm, <laughs> That's I mean, how I'm looking at it, we can only wish. Man, um, that shit ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he, he put it up like this. He was like, yo, we be we too busy now. Like, yeah, but I mean, you're an artist. Eventually, you'll know busy. what those. Excuses are nah, but even now, well, yeah, for some, for some people, not because like as an artist trying to collaborate with other artists, and I don't even like collaborating because I could do everything. I'll just do everything my fucking self, just for real. But niggas be frightened sometimes. You feel me? And not even that, like, or they be like busy. Like he said, life. he he was saying, like I think in Cole's brain, it's more like we're at a certain part level in our career where. This is something that he knows that this whole generation wants. So why would you give it to us now versus, like, when y'all have established catalogs? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really... Like, I'm not going to say... I I think I know what interview he was talking about, too. I, I was thinking maybe also you could look at it from the perspective that, like, 
maybe it would be too much unlabeled politics to even get a lot yeah. of I mean they want to be maybe, like I yeah. said they want to get to a place in their career where it would make sense like and of course like mm-hmm. sometimes you know like as an artist versus like wanting like meeting the consumer's demand certain things don't make sense at the moment but to the consumer it seems like yo y'all can literally just hop on a song and send each other a verse mm-hmm. like but but it's not yeah, yeah, I think it's easy. gonna be one of those things we definitely get late it's gonna feel better it's gonna be like you know uh, like a 444 thing mm-hmm. like we grew we had this whole story with them like we're gonna be in our 30s probably mm-hmm. almost touching for like this will be the last knock on that door and that I'm gonna keep it a stack that'll feel a lot better than bringing it out today yeah, yeah. okay I'm not even gonna lie beforehand I didn't really think Cole could like match up Flow wise to Kendrick, crazy. but now crazy. no, because a lot of his songs wasn't like that, wasn't mm. crazy like that. But mm. now he been releasing more crazy songs, like with his flow. When we get back to when we get back to the more. whip, I'ma just pull up the old J Cole shit. Even if you, even <laughs> if you pull nights. up the old, I heard old J Cole. I know what I'm talking nah, about, bro. Nah. Kendrick flow be different sometimes. You know, it be Ken- really Kendrick now. I feel like voice, bro. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shit. I feel like Cole is more can do that now because he's been showing us that. I'm not saying he couldn't do it before, mm. but since he's showing us that he can do it more now, I'm like, okay, maybe it's now that. They could probably make a project together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, okay, we'll I, I'm see. thinking. Yeah, he Cole has the, more character. Cause a lot more character than he did like early. Yeah, before. that's basically yeah, what I'm saying. Before yeah. he would rely a lot more on like just putting a skin yeah, or something true, true. like that. Like he's mm-hmm. really himself a, a full package of like just yeah, different voices and stuff. So yeah. now that it becomes more of a movie-ish, more of a uh, mm-hmm. more authentic type shit. So it would make sense now Maybe more than before. The, also, mm-hmm. the situation got to be right because sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's what I was saying. Like. Some people, you could probably collaborate. Like me, say, shout out my guy, Al. Oh, Al, the get back coming soon, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy that took brought me to the studio. We rapped together. MCV okay. Records, you feel me? We out here. Anyways, you feel me? Mm-hmm. He, um, going back to him, like, I could send him a song, and then, like, be, and then he'll send it back, and then he'll just send me the finished version, it's going to be fire. Other times, sometimes you actually got to sit down and build it up. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You can't really. One time, back in the day, I sent somebody a track, like with my verse on thing, like yo, I'm gonna collab with you. They sent me back some shit. She was so trash, yeah. and I was so tight. I put my verse last, cause like they just gonna hit a first trash verse, cut it off. Yeah, and that's when SoundCloud first started. But Man. it's all, like I said, like it's always a thing where the timing and the situation has to be right, and yeah. in their career, they probably feel like it's not. Um, but just to wrap up, um, the essence of the show is to like work toward a place of excellence and i'm sure that's what you guys are trying to do so um i want to give you guys like about 30 seconds each um to prophesy to the people them and tell them why you're going to be in their top five and what and two things they should look out for so we can start with jay since he was just talking (laughs) all right boom let me just tell you like this man I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I really do this shit, man. 2019. It's like, a, it's like an elevator pitch, so it's like 30 It's an elevator pitch? All right, boom. so boom. I am myself. Mm-hmm. I developed myself. I could do, like, you know what I'm saying? I do it all, and I, I could really create. Like, you know, just 2019, just watch out. Seriously. Breathe the room coming. Um, top of 2019, sativa season two coming. Yeah, that's all. Jkingcom All right. All right, E. All right, you ready? Set. 
30 seconds? Yep. Like, nah, um, I really feel like, you know, staying relatable is one of the key things. And I love to to, to make sure that I'm catering, catering to a lot of audience. Like, I've, we all have families. We all had girlfriends. We all had, you know, different situations. I want to make sure I tell all those stories. At the same time, give you the nice, fun stuff. But I want to make sure y'all feel what I'm feeling when I'm saying it. Y'all not just looking at me. We looking at each other. So, <laughs> that's like, it's your boy, E-Benz. 1718 is out. Care package is out. We out here, man. Way too yeah. easy. <clears throat> All right. And Tim? Man, I'm not a rapper, so I think they said everything. You know? <laughs> so you don't have nothing for us to look out for? Nah, not right now. Just they projects, whatever they projects, whatever they just promoted. Yo. That's what we back in right now. Matter of you know? fact, I'm going to send you some unreleased shit, a couple unreleased right. tracks. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, nah, this nigga's crazy. Like, Listen, <laughs> when y'all projects <laughs> drop, he be sending them to me. And I listen to them, don't I? Yeah, that, nah, nah, that, that's it. That, that's that, that. So I, I always like to find new music. I always, I always like to listen. Like at least I'll give it a listen, if even if I don't like it or anything. But like I said, I told you guys which songs I like, and we're gonna play them on the podcast. And um, I just thank you guys no for problem. even taking the time out. Thanks, Keith, for setting this up. Um, Thank you for the platform, guys. For right, sure. Like, that's it. what I'm working toward. Like, yeah. I want to be able to have, that's you it, know, guys. people. You're, you're one person. You're, yes. one, you're one woman army. I so, am. Yeah. You know, I can be Kingston. Nah, shout out to the cameraman. Shout out to everybody in the back. Facts. 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 No, no, no shade, guys. I was just looking out. I was just spaced out. But, all right, guys. Thank you so much. No problem. problem. Appreciate it. Slip. But yeah, thanks again, y'all, for tuning in the Top 5 by Zoe. Shout outs to my guests for pulling up. I hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. Shout outs to Eli at E-L-I-P-H-A-N-T Productions. Um, check out and follow Top 5 by Zoe on IG for the show updates, clips, and follow me at Zoe Veranda for a peek into my musical life. And... We about to be in 2019, y'all. So tune in. I'm going to let y'all know when the next episode drops. We lit.